Welcome everybody this morning, and we're, as always, we're 
thankful and excited to be in the Lord's house this morning. Uh, we appreciate all these kids we got here and everybody that's making an effort to be at Sunday school. And, uh, we're just excited about this meeting today. Uh, you know, sometimes we uh, get busy with life and uh, don't give much thought or prayer about the next coming meeting, but this, uh, this meeting's been on my heart uh, ever since Terry announced it. And, uh, I'm excited to have Mike here and um, I just, uh, I've been looking forward to this, and uh, we got we got a bunch of people that need to get saved, and I, I pray that's, today's the day they uh, finally step out and come seek salvation. We got people that need to get back in, and uh, I just pray uh, today we see some of them come this morning. But, uh, I'm ask uh, Brother Sean to dismiss us to Sunday school. We appreciate the opportunity to be in God's house. And uh, we got a good crowd. <clears throat> and uh, we're studying we're studying about Ahab again. And uh, uh, a lot of people probably figure, well, Ahab Ahab was a wicked king. We shouldn't shouldn't waste time on him, but uh, there's a lesson to be learned. And if there wasn't, it wouldn't be in the Bible. And uh, uh, the Word of God, all of it was given. I, I read a, somewhere in a, uh, maybe in our Sunday school quarter there or somewhere. I don't, I don't remember where I read it, but they was talking about one of the books in the Bible and I'm not even sure which one it was now. But they said that according to uh, educated people, supposedly, that they figured that was just fiction. And that's, that's what a lot of people think about this book. 
Uh, if, if, if they thought otherwise, they'd be in church this morning. And uh, so, but all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for all, all the different things he had listed there. I can't quote them all, but it's profitable. And uh, if you study it, you'll get the profit out of it. If you come to church, and even you can read a scripture. I've, I've read them over and over and over and over and still wondered what they was talking about. And, and come to church sometime and the preacher get up and preach on it. And it was real simple. I just couldn't see it. But anyway, we're in the 22nd chapter of 1 Kings and uh, talking about Ahab. And uh, I think it was a week before last we had a lesson about Ahab and, and uh, talked about how evil he was. And, uh, and he ain't changed none from then to now. But he did, uh, if you remember, Ahab went down, he seen, he seen the Naboth's vineyard, and he wanted it. And Naboth wouldn't sell it to him. And he went home and was pouting. And his wife wanted to know, Jezebel wanted to know what the problem was. And he told her, you know, he wanted that vineyard, but Naboth wouldn't sell it. She said, well, ain't you the king? She said, I'll get it for you. And she had Naboth killed, and, and Ahab went down and took the vineyard. And uh, he just, he hadn't even got settled in until God sent Elijah to pass judgment on him. And uh, he told him the kingdom was going to be took away from him. He wouldn't have nobody left in his house. They was all going to die. Ahab repented. And God said, well, I, I won't do this in your lifetime, but I'll do it in your son's lifetime. But Ahab didn't get away from the judgment of God. Because uh, the, they'd already told him, uh, uh, Elijah told him when he come to see him, he said that uh, where, where the dogs licked up Naboth's blood, they're going to lick yours up too. And he said, Jezebel, the dogs would eat her by the, by the wall. And they'd done that. But anyway, uh, if you remember, uh, Ahab was wanting to go into a battle at Ramoth Gilead, I believe, and uh, uh, Jehoshaphat came down to, to uh, Samaria to visit Ahab. And Ahab told him what he had planned. He said, uh, will you go with me? He said, yeah, I'll, I'll go. My men are your men, and uh, we'll go. And he said, 
he asked him then, was there a prophet of the Lord they could inquire of? Well, Ahab called all of his prophets of Baal, and, and uh, they said, go and prosper. Jehoshaphat said, is there not a prophet of the Lord? He said, yeah, we got one, but he I hate him. And uh, when, when somebody, when you're wrong, and somebody's letting you know you're wrong, you don't like it too good. In nature, uh, I remember the morning God told me I was lost. The preacher was preaching to me, and I didn't like it much in the flesh. And my, if, if my, <clears throat> and I've told it, I've told it hundreds of times, but if, if, if I'd had my way in this fella right here, I'd have never got saved. This, this guy right here didn't want nothing to do with it. God had me convinced down here, though, that that's what I needed. And I, I just needed a little push, and Edna Mason, come, God sent her to me. Because it worked. And she stuck her hand out and said, you need to pray, and I come out of there, and, and God saved me. And I'm sure glad she followed the Lord. It's, it's real important, no matter how small the job seems to you, it's real important that you follow God because He's got a purpose in everything He gives us to do. <coughs> and uh, so I, I appreciate being saved. And I, I was thinking just sitting over there a while ago about how good the Lord had been to me. I've been saved since I was 15 years old and ain't always lived right. Failure, I'm a failure every day, but, but God's been good to me every day. When I've been wrong, He's told me I was wrong. And uh, he'll, he'll, get you, he'll get you straightened out if you'll let Him, if you, if you get wrong. But anyway, the... They was getting ready to go into battle, and uh, God had already passed judgment on Ahab, and uh, told him what I said a while ago about licking his blood, and uh, so that, when they got ready to go, and that's where our lesson's at today. 15th verse of the 22nd chapter. So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, and that's the prophet that he sent for, that he said he hated. And uh, I think that's about the only time in the Bible he's mentioned that I know of. He might, if he is, it's not much. Shall we go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go and prosper for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And uh, and he was telling him the wrong story there too. 
he was being sarcastic, I think. He, he, he'd given them the same message the other guys did. But then he turned, he turned around then and changed it. Told, told what God wanted, really wanted him to tell. And uh, uh, if we're not careful, a lot, I'm, I'm afraid a lot, of, a lot of churches, or places that call themselves churches anyway, just tell people what they want to hear. They tell about heaven and the streets of gold and all that kind of stuff, but they don't get on people for sinning. They don't tell you about your sin and what, what kind of trouble it'll get you into and where it'll take you. But that's why these lessons are in the Bible, to teach us the consequences of our actions. And Ahab, Ahab was a saved man. He repented and God moved, moved the judgment back on him a little bit because he repented. And uh, so, and, and I'll, I'll throw this in for what it's worth. And it's worth a whole lot. Uh, judgment, and, and let, me, let me read a scripture in, in, in Ecclesiastes. Real familiar scripture said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. Now listen, this is the verse I wanted to read. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. He'll bring every work. Now, I got saved I told you I got saved when I was 15 years old. Down in my, and my soul was sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. And there's never been any sin in there since the day I got saved. But this thing you look at is full of it. And the works that he's talking about being brought into judgment is what I do while I'm living here. The evil I do, I'm going to pay the consequences. If I do anything good, I'm going to get a blessing. God's going to, God's going to prosper that somewhere. And uh, so, every work we do will be brought into judgment if we've been saved by the grace of God. Now, people that are lost, I believe their judgment's waiting on them at the end of the way if they don't get saved. Uh, but anyway, and the king said unto him, how many times, now he, the king knew he was being sarcastic evidently, because he said, how many, how many times shall I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? And uh, we ought to be Absolutely sure, if we're preaching or teaching or whatever we're doing, if we're doing it, if we're doing it in the name of the Lord, be absolutely sure that it's an absolute fact. If God gives it to you, you know it's a fact. Now, I'll tell you what I have done. 
I've, I've, had, I've had scriptures come up in Sunday school lessons a lot of times. And sometimes I'll ask Terry about them. I got his opinion on one on this week just to make sure I was, I was right. But, or I, I thought I was right. But anyway, but, and I ask Ronnie sometimes and, and different people and, uh, and get their opinion. And I respect those guys or I wouldn't ask them to start with. And, uh, but then I've got up to teach the lesson and wasn't able to use what they give me. And I don't know why. I, I, I believe they tell me the truth. But they, it just, I guess because God, I didn't, I didn't get it from the right place maybe. Uh, maybe God wanted me to talk to him about it. Uh, I've thought of that a lot of times. Anyway, uh, but if God gives you something, you can take that to the bank. And he said, this is the prophet talking, he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, these have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And uh, so, and the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would pros- prophet, prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And if you're, if you're wrong, if you're wrong, you're not going to get a blessing. I. The, the closest, I, I was at a place one time, this has been, I don't know, so probably 60 years ago. But I, I was in a place I had no business. And, uh, and God come calling right here. He said, you're in the wrong place. You got no business here. And at that time, at that time, that wasn't a blessing. That condemned me right then. But ever, ever, since, ever since I got my heart right, that's been a blessing to me because the Lord was telling me even when I was wrong that I belonged to Him. And He'll let you know, I guarantee, and I, this is experience talking now, Every time I've even thought about doing something wrong, there's been something here telling me I was going the wrong way or I was thinking the wrong way. And every sin that I've ever committed, I've heard people say, well, I made a mistake. A mistake's something you do without knowing it. I've never sinned a sin nowhere that I didn't know I was sinning before I'd done it. God will let you know. And uh, so he uh, he let Ahab know about his sin, and it cost him, and it cost Israel. Uh, we I don't know if we're going to get into that later in some of these lessons or not, but I don't know how much longer it was after this that the Assyrians come into Israel and took them 
captive, and they never did get back home. Judah, now the people of Judah come back from Babylon, but, but uh, Israel never did come back that I know of. And the king said unto Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead, and one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. Now, I want, I want to make a point there. God's always, God always knows what he's doing. He knows what he's going to do, and he knew it before the foundation of the world. He knew Jesus was going to die on the cross before he ever made the world. And... Uh, I just want to make throw that in there. God, when God asks people questions, it's for their benefit, not his. Because he already knows what he's doing. But he wants us to get our thinking right. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him, and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Now, just a point. Another point. Satan cannot do a thing to any one of God's people that God don't allow him to do. You remember Job? Uh, they said there was, a time, there was a day when the sons of God came together to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan presented himself also. Well, I got news for you. He's here this morning. Anytime the sons of God come together, Satan's there to try to disrupt things. He ain't there, he ain't there to benefit nobody except himself. But anyway, all the bad things that happened to Job that Satan done, God had to allow that. If, if, if Satan causes any problem in our life, God has to allow it. But now I've got, got a scripture I want to read, if I can find it here. In Isaiah, 45th chapter of the book of Isaiah, the 7th verse. I form the light, and this is God talking, and create darkness. I make peace, and this is, this is a, what I wanted to get to, and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Now, the Bible said that God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But God did create Satan for the job that he's doing, to give us a choice. He said, 
if, if there was no choice to be made, then why would the Bible say, choose you this day whom you'll serve? So we've got a choice to make. Even I had, I had that choice to make the day I got saved, and, I, I, and I'm glad I chose the right way. But I've got that choice to make every day. I had to choose this morning whether I, well, I, anymore it's, it's just go to church. But sometimes, sometimes the devil come along and try to get you to stay home. You ain't, you're tired. You don't feel good and this and that and the other. And uh, then you got a choice to make. Did you ever, did you ever argue with the devil about staying home from church or something on that order? And go ahead and override that and do what God wanted you to do. And God fill your cup up and run it over. Bless you beyond measure. Was it worth it? Absolutely. But it's never, it's never been worth it to disobey God. To go against God. Uh, makes you feel bad. Anybody got a comment? I mentioned Job a while ago, and Job's one of my heroes. Uh, and he, I, according according to history, now Job, the book of Job's the oldest book in the Bible. So Job lived a long time ago. He went through all kinds. Of, the devil put him through the mill. And uh, some of the things that some of the things that happened to him, I don't I don't see how he stood it. It would have been hard for anybody. But he stayed with the Lord, and he, he's an inspiration to me. And uh, by the same token, I've I've seen people just like she was talking about her sister, that goes through all kinds of problems and still hangs on to God and keeps the faith. Don't say, why me, Lord? What people ought to say is, why not me? I mean, it could just as well be any one of us. And uh, God knows what we can handle, and he knows he's got a job for every one of us. And I believe some, and I'm just like, I'm just like she said, I believe sometimes we get, we get sick and have to go to the hospital 
just so we can be a witness to somebody that we wouldn't have met otherwise. God, I believe God puts us in the positions that we're in in this life to be a witness to people. He, he puts us in our jobs, wherever we work at, to be a witness to the people we come in contact with. It ain't, it ain't just about making a, a living. Now, God takes care of that too, but it ain't just about making a living. It's about being a witness to people that, to point them to Jesus. And uh, sickness, whatever, whatever happens to us is for a reason. For a good reason. So God, God can't be tempted with sin, neither tempteth he any man. But God created Satan in, in the, sometime in the creation. The, the Bible don't say when or when or where, but I know it was before the garden. And uh, he created him to tempt Eve to eat the fruit and to tempt all the rest of us all the way down till time, till he says time's no more. And then uh, Satan will be cast into the bottomless pit. And I, I don't know all about all that stuff, but I know it'll be over. The temptation will be over for God's people when we leave here. So I will, I will go and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. So God had to allow it for it to happen. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. And God, God knew what he was going to do ahead of time. There's never, there's never a day that we've lived through that God didn't know all about it before we was ever born. I believe, I believe God knew the very day and hour that he was going to call me to come to repentance. And uh, he, he put the right preacher up in the stand, one that I would listen to, and, and he put the right people in Lima Missionary Baptist Church. And I, I've been here, ever, I was about eight or nine years old, when mom started coming to this church, they, they was having church in people's houses. Didn't have a building yet. And of course I wasn't saved then, but they, they was good people in the church then. And I've been here, well, I don't know, all my life. And seemed like the people just get better and better. That's my opinion now. But uh, I appreciate, that's, that's one of the blessings that I appreciate from God is, is the, the love that God's given us. And Satan would like to tear that up. He's tried a few times. He'd like to tear that up. He can only do what God allows him to do and what we allow him to do. 
if I, if I allow Satan to mess up my life, that's my fault. Satan don't have the power if, if, I, if I trust God like I'm supposed to. By the help of the Lord, Satan's already defeated. He don't have any power over me if, if, unless, unless I give it to him. And uh, sorry to say a lot of times I've done that, but uh, you, you pay the price for it when you do, just like Ahab did. Anybody got a comment? Now listen. Let's go down to the 26th verse. And the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back unto Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son. And say that, and say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction, with water of affliction, till I come in peace. And a lot of times, a lot of times you might suffer some, and people talk about you. They, I, I ain't heard nothing about in this country anyway. People being put in prison because they're because they preach the truth. But who knows? It could come to that sometime. It back here. Jeremiah, he had all kinds of problems because he was telling them the truth. And this prophet had the problems. And uh, you remember Elijah, when he come down off of Mount Carmel after a great victory, he run for his life because Jezebel said she's going to kill him. And uh, so the people of God had a real rough time. And if you read, I've, I've mentioned this book before, the uh People has been—I can't think of the name of it—been put to death down through the years for for being serving God, and there's millions of them, and they've got a bunch of them named in there, all the way down through, because they stood for God, and we've we've got it real easy right now compared to those people. We've not yet, the Bible said, resisted on the blood. We don't, we don't have to hide somewhere to worship God. And there are people in the world right now that have to do that. But God's blessed us because of the people that went before us. And people, people follow God and if we if we can if we stay with God, the best we can. If if I do if we do, as a church do the very best we can, God will continue to bless. That ain't saying Satan won't fight us. He he does tooth and nail. If we have a good meeting, Satan don't like it. Somebody shouts in church, there's probably somebody else sitting around, won't that person hush? They're get, getting in the way. Uh, people have, have some bad attitudes sometimes about some things. 
uh, my aunt, uh, when her and my uncle first got married, they come to our church over on Albert Street, and uh, she said that Judy Carroll shouted, and she thought she went crazy. She wasn't used to nothing like that, but she found out. But anyway, and, and a lot of people think that. They just don't know. And Micaiah said, now listen, if thou return at all in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. And he said, hearken, O people, every one of you. And uh, God, God spoke the word. And uh, I got it wrote down here somewhere. I was going to read it. In the, in the 34th and 35th verses of this same chapter, and a certain man, they went into the battle, and a certain man drew a bow at a venture and smote the king of Israel between the joints of the harness. Wherefore he said unto the driver of the chariot, Turn thou, turn thine hand and carry me out of the host, for I am wounded. And the battle increased that day, and the king was stayed up in his chariot against the Syrians and died at even. And the blood ran out of the wound into the midst of the chariot. And uh, so Ahab died. Now listen. Uh, uh, yeah, Elijah told him, said, where the dogs lick the, the blood, they'll lick your blood. And, and they, there's a scripture after this, talks about them washing his chariot out and the dogs licking up the blood. And uh, so what God says, and I've said this a couple of times, you can take to the bank. And we don't, a lot of times we don't trust God as much as we ought to. And I, I, I want to qualify that a little bit. Uh, when I'm in trouble, when I've got a problem, where's the first place I go to? I call on God. When God, when God tells me to get up and testify, what do I do then? I sit and think, well, that's, that's, that ain't enough or that's too much or whatever. And I sit there and worry it out and ain't got no testimony by the time I get ready to do it sometime. And uh, so we, uh, we need to trust what God tells us, what he gives us to do. Trust him that he knows what he's doing. By the same token, I'm, the Bible said, Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools for they consider not that they do evil. If, if, I, if I make me up a testimony just, to, just so I can get up and be heard and be seen, I've sinned. That's what the Bible said. But now if, if, God, if God gives you something to do, 
Do it with everything you got. And he'll bless you. But if we, if we do like Ahab, and he was, con- he was continually evil, he, his wife had Naboth killed. Of course, he went along with it. He went down and took the vineyard. And, uh, and then God passed the judgment on him. You don't, you don't want God's judgment for evil. First place, at, I'm running out of time, but have you ever been in a position since you've been saved that you couldn't get a hold of the Lord? I know every one of us has been there. And that's the worst position anybody can be in if they need to get a hold of him. I've, I've, I've needed to pray a few times. I thought I did, and I probably did, but I wasn't in shape. Couldn't get a hold of nothing. 